Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Expert Advice from Non-Experts podcast. I am Chris, here with my brother, Chris. Week five in the book, we are going over the week six slate. We got a banger of a Thursday night game. Disgusting. uh... (laughs) Yeah, honestly, that that was one of the worst, biggest lies I think I might have ever told in my life. But, you know, (laughs) hey, we won't rock with it. You know, Bezos is just... Shitting money on terrible games. Good for him. Dude, he's uh, getting so screwed over with the Thursday night games. He got so hyped. It's not deal. His fault, though. No, it's not. He goes, he thought he was in the money. I mean, he is. He's getting still so many viewers, but like every Thursday night game, except for the start of the season opener, that well, even still was a bad game, but it shouldn't have been. Thursday well, night he didn't have off. Bills Rams. He didn't have that. That was on regular TV. Mm-hmm. He had Chargers Chiefs, which was good. But it kind of, it didn't live up to what we wanted to see. Yeah. And they had Brown Steelers, which stunk. Awful. Finn's Bengals, which should have been good. But then, you know, obviously Tua got very, very injured. Yep. So then we had Broncos Colts, which was actually the worst game we've ever seen in our entire being of being football fans on this planet. Uh, and then we're bouncing back with Commander's Bears. So it's, it's pitiful, man. And, uh, that being said, who, who you rocking with? <laughs> oh man, dude! Like it's so tough. I I don't trust Carson Wentz, but I also will, never will trust a team that their quarterback barely throws the ball. I feel like I gotta go Commanders, but I don't like that. I don't know, man. I like I know I do every primetime game, but uh. I'll be tweeting out my parley for this. I, I got nothing right now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I said, I'm not even like whatever free stuff they'll give me. We'll see. I, I don't even know what's going on yet for this one. I honestly don't care. This might be the Thursday where I just don't even watch the game. You know, it's like one of those things where this is just. Because I'll tell you, there's not a there's not a lot of teams that I would put as like getting like a top five picks, and I would put both these teams there. And that being said, both these teams got decent defenses, so I expect nothing to come out of the offense. We have the Bears; they have as one point home dogs, uh, a putrid over under of thirty eight points. Give me the under on that. I, I still love that under thirty eight points. I think that's in play and other than that that's my only bet that i would go and it's like hard to even want to bet an under of 38 points but like that's not a lot of points yeah but like how many touchdowns are we anticipating in this one like the bears did just fight tooth and nail against the vikings like to be completely honest i'm probably gonna gonna say the bears because i i don't know man the commander's Stink. The Bears stink, but like, I I think the Bears. Oh, that's a bad yawn, which is nothing but a uh, a precursor for this game. You know, just just a one long yawn. But <laughs> yeah, give me. I, it's probably just going to be the Bears. I think a better run game. It's so tough, though, because you have the commanders who realistically, you're right, like, they're not good. But if when it comes to fantasy, I know it's different, like, fantasy, like, output and what the 
the teams actually score and how they do. But Carson Wentz has been an actually like a pretty like decent star like starting quarterback. I've started him ever since I um Dak got hurt, and he's just doing well. So it's so it's crazy to think the Commanders just aren't that great because you look at him and he's like not playing that bad. He's doing better with the Commanders than he did with the Colts, which is kind of crazy. But I don't know, man. Like this game is. I agree with you. It's going to be, uh, like you yawned. I think it's just going to be a rough one. It's going to take me a long time to think about what I'm going to want to put on this parlay. Cause you know, I got to do it because DraftKings can keep doing this free bet. If you, if it doesn't hit, but I will say when it comes to DraftKings and their promos, whoever is doing this, pick a player boosting up their touchdown. I'm not happy with them. Oh, for two, the last two times they did it. I don't know if you saw. They did it for Clyde. I don't know if you fell for it. I did see it. that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I didn't fall for it. I fell for it. Yeah, you did. He got a touchdown called back. You know the he guy did. who did that promo is not happy either. <laughs> Listen, they said Clyde, and I went and I immediately bet Isaiah Pacheco touchdown. That's That was my thought process on it. <laughs> that being said, I should have just bet Cal- Travis Kelsey 87 touchdowns and, you know. <laughs> Would have would have been right. It's just that simple. But you know, we we didn't do the recap from the weekend or anything we like didn't. that because we missed the the Monday pod. Because quite frankly, I didn't have a voice. Um, you never have yelling. a voice. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, imagine this with less of a voice. I mean, <laughs> there was no shot I was going to be able to do that that podcast on Monday. But yeah, so we, we would have been we would have been live watching the game, and you just would have been hearing me going off because I had three leagues, and in two of them I won one at already, and two of them I was sitting there just I needed Travis Kelsey to do something. In one of them I just needed him to like get like three points, which he obviously did, and then another one I needed him to outscore Darren Waller, who obviously Darren Waller left the game with an injury. So I I won, but that being said, I mean, what a man! Four touchdowns for like four yards too. He went four, four, and four. It was like crazy. <laughs> so there was a moment where so I watched like the first like drive, and then I had to take a break a little bit, help out around a little, uh, help out around the house. And next thing I know, I look at my phone and yeah, I get a text from Sinher Huevos saying, "I legitimately think." Kelsey is going to have more touchdowns than yards this game. <laughs> and I looked and I saw his stats. He had like two touchdowns for literally like 15 yards. It was the most absurd things I've ever seen. He yeah, finished I the mean, game was... seven catches, 25 yards and four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Yeah. I, I've, I don't think I've ever seen that in my entire life. And that being said, as a Travis Kelsey owner, Sir. I'm kind of a little upset. Because I didn't need that four touchdown game. And I know now they're just going to say, all right, he ain't got no more touchdowns the rest of the season. We are quadruple covering that man in the yeah. red zone. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel kind of almost gypped at this point. We'll see. Um, we'll see. He's a receiver <laughs> playing, playing against small people. It's true. It's true. That being said, uh, nothing else to say about this shithole of a Thursday night game, right? Yeah, no, we're good. All right, next game, we open up Sunday. We don't have a London game this week, finally. 
Uh, Sleeping Tampa in. Bay Buccaneers at Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are eight point home dogs and over under forty four points. Uh yeah. They give me like just about any number against the Steelers with like a good defense, and I'm taking it. That it's gonna said, be bugs. It's gonna Carly be bugs. Pickett is not gonna be the same thing because actually now with Kenny Pickett, I think they're just gonna get in the garbage time quicker. I think that's just what's going to happen, and they're just going to give him some garbage time yardage. So, a parlay picket might be a dud, man. Okay. That's kind of nuts uh, that it lasted one, it. one week. Funny it's Mitch, the man. garbage time is just going to be so egregious. Like, the Steelers are legitimately a bottom three team in the NFL right now. And, mm-hmm. like, like Steelers so or Lions. Steelers are worse. Yeah, I'll take the Lions. All right, Steelers or Texans? I take the Texans. Damian Pierce is Steelers, legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would take the Texans too. Steelers or any of those two teams we just talked about, Commanders and Bears? Oh, man. I might. <sighs> That's tough because you just think it just, the Bears are bad, man. Because you think about it, the Steelers, well, okay, well, I'm thinking of TJ Watts back, because that's a huge thing. But TJ, well, like right now, I would... TJ Watt is the whole the whole entire franchise. I would take, I mean, yeah, because you're, you're right. I mean, look how good that team was week one, and then he gets hurt. Without TJ Watt, I'd probably take both those teams over the Steelers. I agree, and I don't think Kenny Pickett is going to provide more than Mitch. I think at least it's development. Like, I think you play Pickett, but I don't think he's better than Mitch. I think it's just going to, you know, develop your guy and, you know, take the lumps this year. That being said, Steelers should be like 0-5. They did knock off the Bengals, but the the Bengals were really, really bad week one. And I yeah, mean, they it were. came on the back of five turnovers, and it took them to the last 30 seconds of overtime. So that being said, I mean, that just, that's a testament to how bad the Steelers are, too. Uh, yeah, there's just about, I, if the Bills were 14 and they easily covered that, I don't know how the Bucks aren't a, a bigger spread on this. So I will take the Bucks minus eight all day. I'm going to agree with you. I like the Bucks minus eight, especially because I took the Bills minus 14, and then I also teased them up to get them to minus seven. But if I trust, I mean, I, I think in general, I do think this might be a little unpopular. I think the Bills are better than the Bucks, but not that much better to have that difference of a spread. You know what I mean? So I, t- I like the Bucks for minus the Bills. eight. Is I would up. say the Bucks defense is better right now. You know, Bills when they're healthy is better, but Bucks right now I would say is Fair. probably better just due to the lack of injuries. So yeah, I, I the same way Pittsburgh scored three points. It's I said it last week on the pod where I was like, I don't see how the Steelers even get into the red zone. It's the same thing this week. I don't see how the Steelers even get into the red zone. So. Yeah, give me give me the Bucks minus eight, and that that's gonna be a lock for sure. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Next game, we have the three and two AFC East second place champions, champions. New York Jumbo Jets in a in a disrespectful 
seven and a half road dog to the washed Green Bay Packers. I mean, this this is a this is a compound where I'm sitting here saying the Jets. We beat the Dolphins, all right? I mean, we didn't get to talk about it on Monday. There's a reason my voice was gone. Too much yelling. Uh, we beat the hell out of the Dolphins. I mean, just straight embarrassed them in MetLife. And and beyond that, I mean, when I say future Hall of Fame running back, Brees Hall, you know, it's not even too Brees far Hall's off. good, man. I'm not, I, I never mean, denied he that. He, he, he was so good. He was so, being a Dolphins fan, sorry, Trevor, being a Dolphins fan at that game, and I stayed the entire time. Obviously, that was rough. But, like, just being a football fan, like, seeing that Brees Hall, like, he is legit. I wish I didn't have to see I it mean, against my team, but that was he he's legit. Two, he should have had those two. They, Brees Hall gets us down the whole field. All right, Michael Carter, get us in for one yard. Like, my, come my, on. Michael Carter literally Hall. was. Michael Carter used to be the Mark Ingram when he actually got the end zone line behind Camara. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because, like, Carter's a great back. He's a really good, mm -hmm. really good scat back, you know? I mean, I think that's he should be our third down guy. You know, Brees Hall, one, two, you know, keep him on yeah. for some short threes. But the long threes, you know, bring in uh, Michael Carter. Don't bring him in on the goal line and make him the goal line. Let Brees Hall finish his drives and get his touchdowns. I mean, he needs it for his future Hall of Fame run, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just he needs these stats. So we, we got to get them those stats. Uh, that being said, the Packers, man, they just lost to the Giants. And that's embarrassing. I mean, that all around, that's embarrassing. And uh, for me, that boils down to, I just think uh, the coach, I've said it a lot as the coaching in Green Bay is an issue. I don't think LaFleur is any good. I think he's, he's actual garbage. So, um... I I'm not saying the Jets win this game, mm -hmm. but a I plus am seven saying, and a half is I could see them covering that, and I hate to say it, and everything, but like the Jets, if they you give Zach Wilson time, you got he does have enough weapons, like he's got enough that he can like get it out there, and with Brees Hall playing as good as he is, like I don't think the Jets will win this game, but plus seven and a half. I do think it's a little disrespectful. I thought maybe this line would be like plus five and a half. I thought it was maybe something like that, but plus seven and a half. I did not see that coming. Our offense is better than the giants. Our defense is better than the giants. The one thing we don't have going for us is the fact that the giants got to play green Bay in London. And like I said, home and away, none of that matters. We have to play the, the Packers at in home. Green Bay. That's that tough. hurts. That's tough. Beyond that, we all know the Packers coming off of a really bad loss light it up. I mean, that's just what happens. When the Packers get embarrassed, Aaron Rodgers comes out, the whole world's like, is Aaron Rodgers cooked? And he just goes bananas. That being said... This is a new Jets team. This is this is the Jets team we've been waiting for. It's extremely young. We're not supposed to beat the Packers. But I would love to see us go into Green Bay and stick it to a very, a very, I would say, overrated Green Bay team. Like, we still expect Green Bay to go to the playoffs and make a run How in the playoffs. How can play you not? It's Aaron Rodgers. Like you, but you know, you know why? I mean? You know why? 
this team is not as good as it was last year. Mm-hmm. Last year, they got stuffed first round of the playoffs. The year before that, they got stuffed second round of the playoffs. We've always said the Packers are supposed to make a run, and they don't. And it, it's all, all we're doing is sitting here saying, yeah, Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL. But this coach is so counterintuitive to what Aaron Rodgers' strengths are. Yep. I mean, they have the most efficient runner in football, Aaron Jones, at, at six, I think it's 6.2 a carry. And he's got the 19th most touches at the running back position. That doesn't make sense. It's okay, terrible. you got to feed your playmakers, and the playmakers are not Alan Lazard, eighty-two-year-old Randall Cobb. You know, it's, <laughs> these are not your playmakers. You know what? What are we doing here? You know, you, you're trying to get your rookies. Christian Watson touches the ball. I, I put him on over of one and a half. I'm like, hey, you're supposed to beat the Giants. Let's get your rookies involved. Let's get these guys up to speed, and you give them the ball one time all game, and it's like. I don't know. I, maybe I'm a little biased because I really did want Christian Watson to do something. But I, I think in a team where you lost Devontae Adams, and we all saw how good Devontae Adams is at playing football oh, yeah. on Monday, he's also really good at shoving cameramen. I, I get that. And getting but, charged. Well, it's going to be a misdemeanor. Now. Hey, 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 listen, he's got the money to take care of it. But <laughs> I mean, we all see how good he is. You would think the Packers would want to do develop another wide receiver. And instead, they just sit here and say, give me, you know, 900-year-old Randall Cobb, and uh, that's it. You know, and we're going to keep running with the more inefficient runner. It's it's abysmal. And they're going to run read options with Aaron Rodgers. That happened last week. Oh, yeah. Dude, it is. You're not, bro, you don't need, like, what you need to do is just line up and fucking spread every play and let Aaron Rodgers just exploit a defense. It's the coach wants to coach too much. You you don't coach Aaron. You think Todd Bowles is over there in Tampa Bay trying to coach Tom Brady? Like, bro, Todd Bowles says, hey, Tom Brady, like, Tom, like you're gonna help run this offense. I'm gonna focus on the defense, and I'm gonna stay out your way. That's what Lafleur needs to do. Stay the fuck out of Aaron's way and let Aaron run the damn offense because it is not good right now. Let Aaron Rodgers seven and a half. Let Aaron Rodgers seven and a half. Hundred percent. Right, yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Let Aaron Rodgers like play, make the NFL like backyard football. That's what he's good at. Just let him do it. Mm-hmm. Let him do it. I Jets plus seven and a half. I am going to agree with you. I I hate to say it, being a Dolphins fan, but I like that spread. I like that plus seven and, and a half. And with I'm going to bet the Jets as a one-off. By the way, I, I'm not going to put them as part of a money line parlay, but I am betting them as a one-off. I I, I, I will think not. The Jets. I I think we can surprise. I think we can surprise people, and we can knock off the Packers. We've seen the Packers already get knocked off by. What is it? Two bad teams in the Giants, and they lost to the Vikings. Uh, I think that's it. But they should never lost to those Vikings anyway. Yeah, I mean we—they're exploitable. I—I'm gonna—I'm gonna put something on the Jets for sure on the money line. Godspeed. Yep. Next game: Baltimore Ravens at the New York Football Giants. Giants are plus five and a half at home and over of 45 points. 
Uh, and this kind of almost piggybacks to what I was saying, right? The Giants are not as good, and they should not be beating the Packers. But I said, maybe it's London. Maybe it's just... Uh, the I, They are not supposed to be where they're at right now. I don't, I don't watch them. And I'm not impressed whatsoever. I'm not impressed by really Saquon. Saquon has like one nice run a game, and then it just saves his whole day and brings his average run, uh, carries slightly above three and a half. So you know, it starts at 2.3, and then he gets one breakaway run, and it's like, all right, he's for a carry on the day. He was good. Like, no, he was abysmal, <laughs> and he broke one. And then beyond that, Daniel Jones has shown it. Cannot get anything done with his arm. It, the arm does not matter. They have three plays. Run with Saquon on first. Screen to Saquon on second. Daniel Jones, drop back. Look like you're going to pass and scramble for a first down. Repeat. That's all it is. <laughs> he, he, the ball doesn't leave his hand in a pass unless it's a screen to Saquon. This is not a recipe to do anything in the NFL. This is not a real... It is just like, it's just cheesing like defenses. And I, I, don't, I don't, it's not going to last long. Daniel Jones is not Lamar Jackson, who's going to be going against in this game. Lamar, you could format a run heavy offense through the quarterback position. You can't do that with Daniel Jones. So if that's your plan, hey, he's going to get whacked and he's going to go down again. So give me the Ravens five and a half. Ravens are a great team. Ravens are getting more healthy. As time goes on, not less healthy. So give me the Ravens. I think the Ravens, even though the record may not show it, I do think the Ravens are a better, like, all-rounded team. Because, and the big thing, honestly, is even though he hasn't been playing bad, like, number-wise, just was mainly rushing, is Daniel Jones. Like, Daniel Jones is, like, he's just been so bad, and you have no faith in him, and they don't have any receivers. You take Saquon off this team... Saquon has impressed me this year. If you take him off the team, this team does not, I don't think, do well. What's really going for the Giants is Saquon and this head coach. This head coach they got is he's doing something there that's that's getting these guys riled up to win. But in general, I still would take Harbaugh if you're going for coaches. I still take him over the Giants because of the, for just his longer career. And I'm going to take Lamar Jackson over Daniel Jones. A lot at like every game you gotta take going to factor the quarterback. Even if it's a run heavy team with the Ravens or the Giants, you gotta look at whichever usually whatever team has the better quarterback play wins the game. Ravens got a better quarterback. Yeah, I mean Ravens have a quarterback, the Giants know. I've been I've been saying this already with my Giants friends, and all they do is they're just saying, "Hey, we're we're four and one, we're doing good." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I, my, here's my question: Is end of this year? Say season ends now, you, you want to re-sign Daniel Jones to a multi-year contract? No. And they're like, oh, well, I'm not saying that. We got to see the rest of the year. Well, you got he got your team four and one, so why don't you want to say that, right? It's because they're not winning the games with quarterback position. No. It's it's really it's very luck based, and it's very like like I like I said. It's when you get a like a rookie quarterback comes in, right? You remember when like just you'll 
I don't know, like, like it could probably what spikes my, like, the most recent one is uh, probably, like, when Lamar first came in, when they made that playoff run, actually. When they went from Flacco to Lamar, he comes in, and it's like no defense just knows how to prepare for the for the new Ooh, yeah. offense, and it just shocks everybody. Like that, it's kind of like what's going on with the Giants. Like there's just like a shock factor, maybe, and then defenses are going to say, "Okay, th- this is what they're doing. Let's just like make him throw the football, and we're just going to win the game." Same thing they did with Lamar, right? Like mm-hmm. make him throw the football, and we just know Daniel Jones can't throw the football. He doesn't have receivers to throw to. They're all banged up. Kenny G doesn't even want to play football anymore. Uh, so yeah, it's it's really bad. I'm not. Like I said I think the Ravens are somewhat a team that I expect to make a big playoff run. I think five and a half is definitely too little for me. So I like the five and a half, and I like them on the money line. Yeah, I'm definitely going to throw the Ravens on my money line for sure. Sounds good. We got 49ers at the Atlanta Falcons, another five and a half point home dog. Um, over of 44 and a half points. I, I don't know how the Falcons get it within five and a half of the Niners. Again, that's it's a little more uh, disrespectful than the Ravens Giants five and a half. I would agree with 49ers that. 49ers might be the best team in the league right now. I, that defense is so good. I mean, and Debo, Debo. Like, legitimately, I, I, I don't know why the Niners even wanted to start Trey Lance. It's blatantly obvious that this is a Super Bowl-ready team here. They, they have something going, and they just said, eh, fuck it, we're just going to get the rookie up to speed. Bro, you don't get the rookie up to speed when you have a Super Bowl-ready roster. And you have a capable quarterback that already brought you to one Super Bowl. It's it's not it's not right what they're doing to Jimmy G. And it sucks that Trey Lance had to get injured for this kind of like epiphany to happen. But I, I think the 49ers are actually like currently right now my favorite to go to the Super Bowl for the NFC. They're just so good. And you know me, I've always been I never I've liked Jimmy G and like I've been on this show, especially this season, because now he's playing for that incentive. Every win he gets, he gets 350 K that he just wants to be money and he's going to win and he's going to keep winning. He's playing super well. Debo's playing well. They are winning games and Kittle has not been a factor. Like that's what's nuts. And you know, that's not going to stay like that for long. Kittle is not going to be this dud this season he's going to explode and it's going to happen soon too dominant in the run game is it's like it's the same thing when it's like playoff gronkowski right it's just bill's just like hey like gronk you're just gonna block and we're just gonna run the ball down their throats and they can't stop it it, it's it's the same thing with kittle kittle is just too good of a blocker for them to really even worry about him on passing routes because they're just not even passing that much. And when it's a pass, it's a little screen. So, yeah, I mean, I think this is an even wider gap than the Ravens-Giants. So, yes, Niners five and a half. Give me that all day. Yeah, I'm putting, I like the Niners a lot in the spread, and I like on the money line. Next game, which I will let you take over after I give you the the stage we have the vikings minus three and a half point road favorites to the uh miami dolphins aka the jets bitch 
um, an <laughs> over of 45 and a half. And yeah, have fun trying to convince me that the Dolphins aren't going to get ran over this game. So, one, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't have a concussion. We'll throw it out there. It's kind of uh, crazy that he playing. couldn't play. No, no, no. I'm just talking about the Jets. I'm just talking about the Jets. I'm just talking about the game against the Jets. Oh, okay, okay. My fault. I'm just saying he didn't have he. I don't think he had a concussion. Look at the play. It didn't look like he even really hit his head. But anyway, um, it was a clean ass blitz though. I mean, oh, it was. So I'm not denying. I don't Schultz think it was a Gardner, di- man. Schultz. I don't think it was a dirty hit at all. I like I, that was a very oh, clean hit. Whatsoever. It was a clean, clean hit. hit. And I'm clean go- ass hit. And Coming from one of the best young corners in the game right now, you know, Sauce Gardner, shout out my man. And it stinks just because it is on my, like, you know, it was my team, but I will say, like, being a football fan, if they threw a flag on that, I would have been, I mean, in the moment, I would have been hyped, but after the fact, I would have immediately went to you and be like, yeah, that wasn't a flag. But in the moment, I'm going to get hyped because I was there. But when it comes to this game, man, you know, like you said, they're plus three and a half, the over-under is 45 and a half. The one thing I kind of do like on this game is the over, I think, still. Because even even though we played with a third-string quarterback against the Jets, they still put up, you know, 20 points. And Minnesota, especially if Xavier Howard, he's potentially not playing. So I think Justin Jefferson's going to have a day, if that's the case, honestly. Because then you have both of our starting quarters out. You have Holland, who's a deep safety, who's going to do his best. But he's one person. So... I do. Th- I think there's going to be a decent scoring game, but I think that's the only thing I would honestly touch with that. I don't like the spread. I don't like for against the Dolphins, really. I don't, if anything, I do see the Vikings winning this game against the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins, honestly, it just really shows how much better this team is with Tua. Until we get him, it's going to be tough to, for me to see the Dolphins winning. We don't know who Skylar Thompson is. I mean... We have no idea who the hell that is. Uh, have you ever heard of him before he, Sunday? Well, I just knew he, he was drafted this year. He's a rookie, and he didn't play that bad. He had some moments where, like, you know, he held the ball on too long, but he there he drove down that the Dolphins offense down the field against the Jets a few times. He can, I think he can move the ball. I think he's going to do better than we expect, but again, it's a third-string quarterback. And the questionable tags still on Tyreek, still on Waddle, but they they both should be good to go, right? Yeah, yeah, the, they should uh, both should be good to go. Is Tyreek Hill okay after a Quinn Williams put him in the dirt? It, you know, he might be a little bit up, still upset, but uh, he he'll be fine. You know, he's he's got out of that, man. he's got some of uh, you know the coolest shades you see in the locker room, minus the Dolphins head yeah. coach. So like, you know, he'll be fine. Yeah, cool shades are definitely a good replacement for Patrick Mahomes throwing you the football. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes um, sense to me. Part yeah, of the contract. He is. I signed that deal. He's having the same issue Devontae Adams has, except Devontae Adams actually has a quarterback right now. But that being said, the Dolphins aren't going to get cooked here. I mean, the Vikings aren't good. I, I've seen through the Mirage. Uh,. It's it's again it's come down to quarterback play, and Kirk Cousins is just a bad quarterback. Justin Jefferson, uh, did you see what Stefan Diggs said on that podcast? I don't remember whose podcast it was. I think it was like Von Miller's podcast actually, but no. I, I can't remember. He said that Josh Allen was the quarterback delivered to him by God. 
Oh my that's God. What, that's what Stefan Diggs said. He said because he, you know, he always viewed himself as a top five wide receiver, but he couldn't do it with the quarterback play. And then Do- Josh Allen set him free and made him a top receiver in the league because he always knew he could be there. Who was Stefan Diggs' quarterback that he was referring to there? Hey, Kirk Cousins. Kirk cousins he said he got saved by god to get the fuck away from kirk cousins is what he said and i agree with him uh, justin jefferson is going to be an amazing wide receiver even with kirk cousins the second he gets away from kirk cousins and gets an actual quarterback that doesn't suck he's gonna be like beyond a monster i mean imagine justin jefferson just paired together with I, don't, like, I will say Zach Wilson, Justin Jefferson and Zach Wilson. I think that anybody with arm talent, I mean, I'm not even trying to go to the length of Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, like, you know, Justin Jefferson and just uh, Justin put, Jefferson. Put Justin Jefferson with like Kyler Murray, put him even with Dak Prescott. Yeah. Dak, Dak would be a perfect one. Set. It's one of those things of where Kirk Cousins is avidly holding back his team. Mm hmm. Like you know, it's bad. You know, it's bad. Was I? I know I'm dating myself a little bit. I think it was like last year when uh, Kirk like threw. It was a slant pass in the end zone to Justin Jefferson. He threw it just a little bit too late, and that stopped it. That made it go incomplete. And you literally hear Justin Jefferson yell, "Come on, like throw the ball, Kirk!" Like you know, that's bad when you hear that on TV. Hey man, it's he's he's not like I said. He's not a. Kirk Cousins is like two places behind Derek Carr, maybe a few places behind Derek Carr. And that being said, Derek Carr is hurting Devontae Adams. So if you're behind Derek uh, and you got this just otherworldly talent in front of you, it's it's not it's not working out. But yeah, I mean, it just it was funny when Stefan said literally like. That's, that's I got wild. out of there and I became a top receiver, and that's what happened. He got the hell out of out of Kirk Cousins dictating his career, and he ended up not only getting better because Josh Allen, he made Josh Allen better. Oh, so yeah. it was a two-way street. Um, that being said, again, I just a little side note to try to kill some time, but the Dolphins are going to get cooked, man. I mean, give me the Vikings three and a half. Give me the Vikings on the money line. I'm not. I got no faith in the third string quarterback over there. Uh, Raheem Mostert looked pretty good. Yeah, the, he, he, was, he was definitely a highlight there, and I think he's going to be more. Uh, yeah, I think he's definitely going to be, you know, he's going to be the clear number one guy for a while now. So he, he played well against the Jets, and that was exciting to see. Uh, I was that was the only highlight I have though. So not, nothing left to say on the fins. No, we can uh, we can yeah. definitely move on. I'll be watching the game though. You know, I'll be wearing my, oh, all my dolphin course. gear. Yep. Looking like the big loser you. Anyway, uh, Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals at the New Orleans Saints. Saints are two point home favorites and over a forty three points. Uh, Jameis might be back. Don't know if that's good for the Saints or bad for the Saints. Maybe you just, I mean, we've seen the, the, the show before where you just let Taysom Hill play the whole game and it's not good. And then Taysom Hill kind of plays the whole game randomly and then the team doesn't prepare for it and they just get gashed. So uh, I, I don't think it's a recipe. You know, I, I've never liked this 
gimmick quarterback stuff going on in, in New Orleans. I mean, let, so what, let him is cook. If he's playing, just let him play. Don't like you take they take him out when he's literally starting to move the ball, get on the groove to throw Taysom Hill in. Like no, let him ride when he's got you know his groove. All he's got his groove going. You know he's he's all being consistent. Don't take him off to cool off like he like you play with the hot hand. And I think that's the big thing that New Orleans keeps messing up here. I mean, listen, we're both going to sit here and talk about how we think Jameis, you know, should be the leader there and everything like that. But, you know, let's be honest here. We're a little biased because these are, this isn't our team. And we both like Jameis way more than we like the Saints. And we don't like Jameis because he's good at football. We like Jameis because we want to hear him on the podium talking about football. You know, it's not. Oh, it's great. You know, we also want to watch him play football. We want to watch him play the good football. And we want to watch him play the bad football. You know, we want to watch both sides. It's so pain. that being said, it's not, it ain't our team. So we would say put Jameis out there. I don't know if that's correct. I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams looking for a quarterback this next, this next year. And I would expect the Saints to say, hey, we're, we're a little over this Jameis thing going on. Because I've been thinking, who's going to go and drop the bag on Cooper Rush? Because what's going to right. happen is there's going to be teams. There's going to be teams that can't draft a quarterback, you know, because they're just going to be outside the top top 10 picks. So they're not going to be able to draft a quarterback like the Saints. And they're going to sit there and say, are we dropping the bag on Cooper Rush right now? And I think they're one of these teams that may drop the bag on Cooper Rush. That being said, give the Bengals minus two, and I'll get to the Bengals on the money line. I am going to agree with you just because we don't know what's really going on with the quarterback play, the Saints like we were just talking about. And like I said before, you got to look at who, who has the better quarterback play. And I'm always going to ride with Joe Burrow. And you got his weapons, you know, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. I know he's still got that questionable tag on him. So if he plays just another level, I like the Bengals a lot still in this game. And Michael Thomas is out, right? Michael Thomas. Or he's just questionable coming into this week, I think. He's questionable. So, like I said, we'll see. That will obviously help the Saints a little bit, but I don't think it changes my opinion whether he plays or not, to be completely honest. He didn't practice today Uh, on Wednesday as we're doing this. He did. Did not. No, did not. Yep. That's that's another guy we were sitting there saying we a couple years back, like, oh, this is the the best receiver in the league, and ooh, did that man fizzle out. Put some respect Um, on my name. Three yards yeah, slant. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> oh man! Next game we got the Patriots at the Cleveland Browns. Browns are two and a half point home favorites and over a forty-three and a half points. Listen, you know I hate the Patriots. I can't. <laughs> I can't say it enough, and I'll say it every week on this podcast. Every time we get to the Patriots, I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. But I told you the Patriots are going to beat the Lions, and I told you they were going to expose Jared Goff. Everyone was on Jared Goff. Everyone was on these Lions because they saw what he was doing. Jared Goff has not faced a defense known as the Bill Belichick run defense since they absolutely pummeled him in that Super Bowl. Um, That being said, the Browns can run the ball. They don't need to throw the ball. They could run that ball. I'm torn here 
because if the Patriots get up, right, mm-hmm. then the Browns are going to have to start throwing. And that's when the Patriots, that's when they'll win the game. You know, they'll, they'll expose Jacoby B. Brisket. It ain't even a thing, you know, with, the, with that receiving core. With the, if the Browns have to throw the ball, the Patriots win this game. Yes. So it's all about who gets up early. If the Browns can get up and really hone in on that run game, then I think they'll win it. But, I, you know, I have a feeling. And by the way, this zappy dude, hey, give me zappy over Mac Jones. I don't even. <laughs> dude, this zappy dude, way better than Mac Jones. I'm not even trying to embarrass the Lions. He is leaps and bounds better than Mac Jones. Mac Jones couldn't have done anything that he was doing. Mac Jones stinks, bro. I I might (laughs) you might see them, dude. I I'm not even. Everyone's like, oh, you don't like Mac Jones just because he's the Patriots quarterback and shit like that. No, 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 no. Take me as happy over Mac Jones. It's that simple. That's another Patriots quarterback. He just looks better. Then Mac Jones. Mac Jones stinks. Give me Zappy. Um, <laughs> Mac Jones just well, isn't exciting to watch because he's he doesn't make good throws, and the throws he does makes are just like they're just gimmies. Like I don't know. Like Bill was like, all right, Mac, you're not like actually throwing the football. You're dinking and dunking down the field, and uh, then Zappy comes and they said, Zappy, you're throwing the football. You're chucking. Like it doesn't make any sense, dude. It makes no sense. Uh, no faith in a man, so I get it. He's got a way better name too, Zappy. I mean that—that's cool as hell. Pretty get fire. that on a jersey. That's a pretty it's fire. A fire jersey. ass name. It's a fire ass jersey for sure. I—I I, I don't know. I'm kind of riding with the Patriots here. I think the Patriots win, and I think they cover this two and a half. I'm not excited about it, but I do. I—I I have a feeling they just kind of win this game. I think there's no, uh, I, if the Browns really do need, Chubb needs to have a good game. If Chubb has a good game, like anything, like he's a top, he's definitely a top back. If he has a good game and they can control the clock, I see them winning this game. If they can't do that, like you're saying, the Patriots totally win. And the Patriots defense, no matter what their offense is, their defense is always going to be consistent. They're always going to play tough. So I can totally see the Patriots winning, but I am not going to touch this game with my money. I'm staying clear from it. I ain't touching it. Yeah, but pick them contest, who are you picking? Pick them contest, I'm picking the Patriots. Okay, okay. We'll see. I, 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 it's this ain't a great game to really bet on, but yeah. I, maybe we've just been scored by the Patriots for too long. Maybe the Browns are really the play, but... Probably, though. <laughs> I'm rocking with the Patriots. Next game, we got Jags at Colts. Man, this is the worst game of all time. I The Colts suck, man. They suck. They're so Two bad. Two-point home favorites over a 42 points. We don't know if they have JT. I don't think JT's practiced yet. He didn't practice today. He didn't or did? Did not. Did not. Yeah, I didn't think he did. So, and the Jags beat the hell out of the Colts last time. I mean, the defense did really good. The Jags defense is for real. Josh Allen is actually, how is Josh Allen? Not only the best offensive player, but like the best defensive <laughs> player in the NFL too. It's crazy, man. Dude, Josh I used to get Allen, so bro. confused about it. It's, you know, he's a Josh Allen's definitely a monster for sure. Here's a question for you though. I agree with you. I think the Jacksonville always plays 
tough against the Colts. The Jaguars always play them tough. I I honestly could I do see the Jags just winning this game outright. But here's my question: Do even with Jonathan Taylor being hurt, are the Colts better this year if they kept Carson Wentz? I think so. I I think Matt so. Ryan is clearly not mobile enough, and it, this offensive line is just not doing well it's a, this is supposed to be one of like the best offensive lines in the league and it's just it's getting dominated i, I don't destroyed. get it destroyed they had so many pro bowlers on that offensive line too last year there's no change to it it's really good i really I do think i think we i think we all took for granted maybe how mobile carson wentz was yeah, and I mean, just and they just did more rollout. The play. Exactly. Maybe not even him yeah. getting pressured. They just did more rollout, like uh, you know, rollout plays that didn't co- don't count as pressure. So that offensive line just looked so much better than what it actually was. Yeah, I mean, I whatever it is, it, it is clearly it, the offensive line looks bad. Uh, they can't protect Matt Ryan at all, and Matt Ryan is just, I mean, it, 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 he is getting pummeled. So. Jonathan Taylor hasn't even got off to really uh like an impressive run like he was supposed to. Disappointing for a lot of fantasy owners. I mean, Jacksonville did just lose to the Texans. And again, I don't think Jacksonville's any good either. I just think they could get after the quarterback, and that might be all you need just to keep hitting Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's gonna have to like get, you know, it's it's an elder abuse what's going on to him right now. <laughs> so yeah, give me like I said. I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Jags here, just pretty much outright. I'm taking plus two, but I'm gonna take them outright to win this game. Matt Ryan's gonna start needing that. Uh, oh my God, what's it called? That uh necklace from the old commercial. Help! I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, the life alert! Life alert! Thank you. <laughs> he's really <laughs> it, <laughs> he's gonna start, uh, he's really gonna need Here's that now. What I gotta say. These refs are protecting the hell out of Tom Brady. They just almost threw a game for Derek Carr. How come nobody's Matt protecting Ryan. Matt Ryan right now, man? Protect no respect Matt Ryan to him. a little bit. No respect. He don't to him. deserve all this. <laughs> come on, call a flag. Make them ease up a little bit on him. I don't let, know. Let this man survive, man. He wants to be able to walk down the aisle. Andrew Luck is just looking at this and saying, "I told you. I told you not you to know? do it." He, he goes, like, hey, I texted you I saying no. You this was, yeah, what the hell, man? Incorrect, incorrect, incorrect. <laughs> Next game, we got the Panthers at the Rams. Rams, Rams. are 10-point home favorite. Have the Rams been home every game this year? Like, I just feel like <laughs> every game, like, every, like, do the Chargers even have a stadium? It just feels like every time I see the Rams, they're at SoFi. I don't know, oh. man. I know I'm I like completely wrong by saying that, but like, oh, I just yeah, feel but like it they're feels always like home. Every time I would, every time I start to focus on the Rams, it's always when they're home. I never watch yeah. or really pay attention to them when they're away. So I know exactly what you mean. It's weird. It's an oh, illusion. Do it. Either way, it just like, happens. It's so it's so weird. I don't I don't get it. But yeah, ten point home favorites against the Panthers just. Outed Matt Rule, took the defensive coordinator out. Baker, you know why I'm almost tempted to say the Panthers plus 10, by the way? PJ Walker's better than Baker. I don't care, bro. PJ Walker is better than Baker. Imagine it, it he is, just embarrasses I'm Ramsey. To say that. 
Dude, Pat, honestly. Do you think he retires? Nah. <laughs> answer, you get cooked He's by an get... XFL quarterback, you retire. Uh, I saw him live. Rams is about the I paper. saw him live at the New York Rams Guardians. Rams is about the paper. Yeah. yeah, I saw him try to torch I the mean, New York Guardians. It didn't happen against that Guardian defense. <laughs> it didn't happen? <laughs> it didn't happen. Do that Guardian defense stand firm? I don't think he's torching Ramsey, but... If it does, Ramsey, yeah, retire. I hope you listen to this podcast before you go out there. <laughs> Calling Ramsey you out. listens, I bet. He just promises he won't get torched. No, I mean, man, Ramsey, he hasn't had a great year. Aaron Donald hasn't been talked about a whole lot this year. Uh, Cooper Cup's questionable. Aaron Donald, I think, is questionable coming into this game. He's dealing with a foot injury, too, or an ankle injury or something. It just doesn't matter to me, man. These Panthers really, really stink. I mean, somebody needs to go trade for DJ Moore and get him out of here. DJ Moore deserves better. Christian McCaffrey deserves better. Dude, the Bills are apparently... You saw that report that they're trying to trade for McCaffrey? Dude, that'd be insane. It would be, but... I mean, Josh Allen does not throw to his running back. Who do you who do you give away? Who do you give away if you do that? They're gonna ask for picks. They're gonna ask for. I think they're gonna. They would ask for picks. Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, and a defensive player and picks. I think that's what they would do on on a team that's trying to just literally get rid of everything and just restart. I think they'll probably just want like a third and then like Paul, you know, I really don't think it's going to be that much, but if they had to go and get like the bills, it would probably be a second because they're anticipating that this third could be really a fourth at the mm-hmm. end of the day. You know what I mean? So yeah, I would say if it was like a Super Bowl contender, you'll probably need to pay up a little more. Like say like the the Packers or something, right? No, it's like that. That wouldn't even be like a good fit. But I don't know the Ravens or like. Imagine seeing him in a Ravens jersey. That'd be creepy. I mean, he he deserves way better than this. Oh, for sure. Trash ass team. Sorry, Rob. You know it's right. Chris and I both will say say Rob that we're right with this one. Yeah, that's one of the only. you, you know, everyone's always said it's hard to be a Jet fan, right? But no, it's it's hard to be a Panther fan. They really, I mean... They went from this a is dominant a Cam Newton MVP season that I thought was going to be the clear Super Bowl winner to horrible ever since. Yeah, I mean, Cam was literally the savior over there. Without Cam, I don't think I would have one positive thing to ever say about the Patriots, the, the Panthers in my entire lifetime. I mean, they've right. never done anything that I could even think of positive besides Cam Newton. And then I, it's almost like you want to say Christian McCaffrey, but he actually hasn't really done anything because he's always just like, oh, he's going to be great. And it doesn't do anything because he's just injured or something like that. And it doesn't actually matter because a running back isn't going to take you to the playoffs anyway. So it's going to be yeah, a, I mean, it's a ramps. I, it's ramps all the way. Yeah, we're just going to. Stop shitting on the Panthers. You yeah. know, they, they've, they've heard enough, right? They know it. They don't need to hear from us. Yeah. Rams all the way. We have Cardinals at the Seahawks. Dude, I, I can't, man. I, 
You saw the AB tweet. Gino's good. Oh no, what did he do now? No, I think I sent you it. What with, the, the? with the new, with the, he said I have a new team, a new team logo or something. Oh my god, yeah, dude, it's just absurd, dude. But like now, anytime I look at the Cardinals, <laughs> bro, I can't, dude. I just start dying laughing. Dude, Antonio Brown is a menace. <laughs> He's a menace to society. He's savage, <laughs> Not bro. even an understatement. Dude, man. did you look at the comments of this? Oh, like, you know, the, re- the reply tweets? <laughs> yeah. Someone yeah. posted a photo of an MRI machine that put this on, man. You may need it. <laughs> Dude. Oh, oh, my God. Put that shit on. <laughs> That's so, yeah, wild. I'm going, I'm going with the- I'm going with the Cardinals for having to deal with that. Um, <laughs> no, but oh. I mean, again, I'm Gino, loving Gino. Is he good? I'm loving what he Gino? Is Gino good? Listen for a man, friend. As a, as a man who had to watch Gino play for a number of years, no, he's not good. <laughs> but that being said, this is a team with a very, very good receiving core. Um, and they have nothing to play for other than to just have fun. So, and that's what it looks like they go out there and do. Looks like they go, they know they're not, you know, winning the Super Bowl with this. You know, Gino knows that he's not a long term fix over here for Seattle, but. He's going to come out here and he's going to play football and they're going to all play football and they just are enjoying playing football. So yeah, I mean, I love watching the Seahawks play. I love watching what they're doing, but Cardinals, you know, should have possibly won that game against the Eagles. It's a missed kick late in that game and then could have sent it into overtime and, you know, but whatever happens, happens. I don't think the Cardinals are as bad as they currently look right now. D-Hop's coming back soon. That's what I have to say. He's coming back next week. One more week, Cardinals. And then they're going to wake up. Connor's going to come back healthy eventually. It, they're going to be fine. I like the Cardinals here. Yeah, I like the Cardinals here. Even minus two and a half. I think you take that. Yep. Completely agree. Next game. Game of the week. Possibly. I mean, it's going to be the, the, the game of the week for, you know, the TV purposes. But that being said, we got the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are two and a half point home dogs to the Bills and over 54 points. Why am I? Why are the Chiefs not? Why are the Chiefs not? favorites here just give me give me one synopsis josh allen and stefan diggs i don't see their defense stopping them at all and i can see the bills defense getting one stop on the chiefs bills defense isn't good though i mean they they're hurt you know they're i mean they're good but they're not like stop the chiefs good right now but do you think they're um do you think the chiefs defense is good enough to stop the bills uh, i think I think Chris Jones could get pressure. I think, I think they're in a position where they can. You know, nobody, nobody can necessarily stop anybody here. It's the same thing we're going to see. We're going to see it again. It's just going to be a boat race. And you know, that being said, Chiefs have the home field advantage. 
I don't know. I, I, I'm going to take the Chiefs here. I'm going to take the Chiefs here. One thing I know for sure that I'm going to do, either I'm definitely going to put Kelsey and potentially Gabe Davis or Stephon Diggs on some touchdown props for sure on this game. I can see all three of them scoring. Yeah, I mean, it, this is going to be a really good game. I, I don't... I think it's just another, This like, you know, you, you definitely take the touchdowns here. They're going to be scored, and it, it's, I, I don't know if there's a, it should be a pick to me. I, I think the Chiefs are actually almost better without Tyreek. I know it's hard to even say that, but it's like, I don't know, everybody's just getting involved. You know, you got MVS catching things, McCole Hardman's making good plays, Travis Kelsey's obviously dominant. Clyde looks better than he's ever looked. Um, yeah, everyone's contributing. Andy Reid's just drawing up great plays. It's Andy Reid's just a phenomenal coach. Yeah, except when he was in Philly. I mean, he was great in Philly, but like he's great in Philly. He just never he could never finish in Philly. But he's just a phenomenal coach. He's just a phenomenal coach. What he can do with an offense is just absolutely insane. I think I seen one. It was like the receiver, it might have been Clyde. Clyde was like motion, was out far. He was motioning in like he was going to do jet motion. They snapped the ball and he just motioned out again. And they said, that was the one where he almost <laughs> scored, where it looked like he scored. It was just like the, I've never seen motion like that before. And it completely just like shattered the defense. They're like, what the hell's going yeah, you on? You have no idea what to do. I've never seen that. I was like, dude, Andy Reid's just a mastermind, bro. Just turn around, be like, to you know, your linebacker, be like, I'm panicking. <laughs> so here, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll keep it brief, but are you taking Buffalo or the Chiefs? I think I'm taking Buffalo still. I even like the Chiefs are very good. It's, this is going to be, I, I agree with you, going to be the game of the week. It's just Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are way too good. And I think it's, I think Josh Allen just knows how to fight in this. And it's going to be a revenge game from what happened last. And I, I see Josh Allen and Stephon Dix play on another level this year. I got to go bills. Got some, we got some, uh, differentiating plays this week, which is good. We're not just agreeing with each other down the board. Yeah. So I like that next game. We have the Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are six and a half point home favorites and over 42 points. Um, are you, are you buying the Cooper Rush hype or Eagles just take this? I think the Eagles win this game. I think the Eagles are very, very good, even though they have a little bit of a softer schedule. But I will say I am really thinking about getting the Cowboys on the spread at the plus six and a half. And I probably will even tease them up. And I like that. I like I do like the Cowboys spread just plus six and a half alone. Cooper Rush is a lot better than what people think. Yeah, I'm not I'm not buying the six and a half on the Eagles. So similarly I will take the Cowboys plus six and a half. I like the Eagles on the money line to win the game. Um I really think Cooper Rush for his sake really would hope Dak Prescott got out there and played this game just so he can like legitimately end on a high note and be like a actual like trade candidate. Yeah. Like once Dak gets back, like somebody comes in and says, nah, well, Drop the bag on Cooper Rush, but if he comes out here and gets exposed this game, that's going to lower his value, and he's not going to like that. No, it's going to hurt, and his value is going to hurt. Oh, be hurt a lot. Even though he won good, he won against good teams, Cooper Rush. 
But the, the people are going to start thinking if he does not play well against the Eagles, they're just going to keep saying, oh, okay, so Cooper Rush really isn't that great. Just that Cowboys defense is that much, is that good. So, like, yeah, if they don't, which dominant. is not denying that whatsoever. Micah Parsons is, I think, front runner for defensive player of the year. And in his second year, he's so good. And they have a healthy Demarcus Lawrence who still has it. It's there. That defense is so good. So, if rush does not play well then they're really gonna say okay it's just the cowboys defense is that good and cooper rush was just okay enough to get it done yeah so i mean so we got the eagles i mean if he keeps it close like as long as he shows a good performance he'll still have a highly touted uh free agency or anything like that like i I do think his name is going to come up a lot next year but, you know, for his sake, it'd probably be better off to not get exploited by this Eagles defense, this Eagles pass rush. They're, they're pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I think we both agreed Cowboys six and a half and Eagles on the money line. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. But I do think this is going to be another great primetime game. I think this is going to be a good Sunday night game. Well, we better go into the Monday night. And there's only one thing to say, right? Broncos country. Let's ride. I got the cue on this time, but dude, this, this uh, Broncos again. We riding? Dude. <laughs> Are we riding? I don't want to, but like the Chargers defense is so bad. Bro, the Broncos can't be this bad, right? <laughs> they can't be this bad. I think I've said this every week. I've said, yo, they really can't be this bad, right? Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Broncos country. Broncos country. Let's ride. Bro, it feels dirty. I don't like it. I don't like it. I want to get that off my soundboard. I need something different. I'm going to swap it out. One of the. I got to swap it out with Aaron Rodgers yelling at his center or something. I need to do something different. Fucking ball. (laughs) Dude, like. Chargers defense is just so bad. And like and the Broncos defense is good. Broncos defense is good. And plus five is a lot of points. Taking the Broncos plus five, right? (laughs) Is Keenan Allen back? Dude, I've lost so much coin on the Broncos. (laughs) So much coin. I have two. two. (laughs) But every week I still do it. Because it's just like, it doesn't make sense. Do you like, know what the definition of insane is? <laughs> Doing this. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. It literally is doing, oh my God. It's doing the same thing twice, expect a different result. And we have done this for four, five straight weeks. <laughs> it hasn't been the different. It hasn't been different. Dude. I just keep thinking about Melvin Gordon's face. That's all I could think about, bro. That being just said, Melvin looking at him. That being said, Broncos country, let's ride. I think I'm riding, bro. That plus five. I'm the plus five, but we got the Chargers to win the game, right? The Chargers win the game, absolutely. <laughs> Chargers win the game, but I will take the Broncos plus plus five. They've kept everything close. I mean, and that's what they've done. And the, the Chargers haven't, like, really blown anyone out of the water yet. Either. I mean, they were just in a two-point game against the Browns last week. I mean, there there should be 
again, the math doesn't make sense. They're saying Russell Wilson is, you know, is a, he's got a little bit of a, an injury in his shoulder. Uh-huh. That being said, I, I, I don't know how that really affects your eyes. <laughs> Because the dude was wide fucking open in the end zone. I don't think your shoulder affects that, but, you know, I mean, we could, we'll, we'll blame other things, I guess, and make excuses. <laughs> it's, it's unfortunate, man. I was, obviously, hey, it wasn't just me excited for the Broncos. The NFL was, too, because they put them in primetime every goddamn week. Every so, week. So I'm it's not just it. me who was up on the Broncos, you know? I, everyone was, everyone was battle disappointments and we get to see one of those teams again in prime time. I'm over We've it. We've been bamboozled, bro. We've been bamboozled. Last year, prime time was so good. This year has been so bad. Russell Wilson is really the magic man out here. He's just, just disappearing. I don't even understand it. It makes no uh, sense. See, in Seattle, I always said, I'm not betting on Russ because there would be the game where I'm like, yo, Russ is winning this one. And then they would just get dominated and be the next game. Like, all right, Russ is losing this one. And then he just throws for 505 touchdowns. And I was just never able to predict it. Now I'm betting on Russ and it ain't working either. I should just stop betting on Russ. Like I always said, if you go to the last year's podcast, I already said it. I'm not betting on Russ. How many times have you heard me say that? A lot. Well, what the fuck changed? Just, <laughs> just the Broncos logo? It's just a logo, I guess, but what the hell was I thinking, man? You I really like just, that logo, bro. I should have stuck to my guns. I sat here and said, this Broncos team got too much talent. It's not possible. Yeah, I should. I was, I was so wrong. But that being said, play one more time for me. Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos plus five charging on the money line. Let's ride, man. Well, last, I guess we got our pick em contest. Um, you said you're riding with the commanders this week, right? For Thursday, yes, sir. And I, I don't know. I really don't know what to do about this. I'm going to ride with the bears. This is really just a coin flip of a game, but I'm going to, I'm going to take the bears here. Uh, we will see. Okay, it's going to be a rough a one. Lot. Yeah. We have a lot of differentiating picks this week. Um, for anybody listening also, it's Titans, Texans, Raiders, and Lions are all on by. So, you know, for the fantasy football part of it, make sure you're taking them out of your lineup. Or don't, um, and don't check your lineup and be a jerk. Yeah, just, you know, be a man. <laughs> be a man. I'm a man. Check the lineup. All right, that'll do it for another episode of the Expert Advice for Non-Experts podcast. This is Chris Squared, and we are signing off. Peace, everyone.